This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. You're listening to the Mascot Support Group Podcast, the furriest and fuzziest show on the web. Disclaimer. The voices and opinions of this podcast do not represent the teams, organizations, or employing the host or special guests. The OIW Podcast Network and Altai Energy proudly present to you the Mascot Support Group Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Mascot Nation, welcome to the furriest and the fuzziest show on the web. This is the Mascot Support Group Podcast. I am your host, I own you, H-Town, JMB, and welcome to another edition of, well, we're going to be talking about some college football mascots. Last week, we covered the Big Ten. This week... No, the, last, la- the last episode was the American Athletic Conference. Thank you. Okay, American Athletic. But excuse you know my, excuse my you French. Big Ten? Let's make that the next episode. Okay, excuse my excuse my French. Uh, we did the American Athletic Conference last night, and uh, now we're going to be doing the SEC. And let me tell you, uh, I had a very, very hard time putting this list together. Like, literally, I think I had an aneurysm just trying to think about who was going to go where, especially in the top, um, because we have multiple mascot Hall of Famers, especially two notable ones uh, in this one. So this one was very, very very tough to decide. Um, but before that, uh, as you notice, it is only me, Charlie, and Crystal. Uh, Irvin uh, has decided to step down as a regular host uh, as he continues in his journey uh, in the mascot world uh, with all the things that he's doing. I will not give away a lot, but um, I'm very proud of him. And also, he is uh, putting a lot of his schooling and a lot of his college and education first. So um, we do wish him all the best, and we hope to see Irvin back here again real soon. But until then, uh, we're going to be talking about the SEC conference. Uh, college football has a lot of great mascots, as you saw that we covered the other week. So, um, Charlie, whenever you're ready. So, like you said, this was very tough. I mean, very tough. National champions. Like, I think this conference has had more um, UCA national champions than any other conference. Maybe the Big Ten. So, it's going to be the top five easy. What's, what's the rest going to be? You know what I'm saying? So, um, Crystal, any thoughts on you? I know you said you want to do some commentating on it. So, when you think of SEC, oh, well, when I think of the SEC, well, being the Texan that I am, I have to go to Reveille. But here's my question Are we mixing in? We're doing only costumed. Mascots, um, right? No, no. no. The, this we, this uh, includes the live animal mascots. Okay. Yeah, like uh, Uga Uga is in here for sure. He has to. Yes. Uga, okay. um, Reveille, 
all of them are in it. So it's going to be very interesting. And even Tony the Land Shark is in this list as well. Old Mrs. Um, you want to call it the hype mascot or whatever they want to call him back in the day. So let's see. So where do you want to start off? You want to start with the best or do you want to go um, down? We're oh, we're, 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 we're going to start at the bottom and make our way towards the top. All right. I say I lost count. How many um is in, in an SEC? Yeah. So um but pretty much the bot uh pretty much I I the only one I really consider like even even like some of the weakest mascots are not bad. Um but starting at the bottom of the list for me, and this should not be a surprise to anybody who has followed my uh, who has followed the podcast and has followed my voice for as long as they have. At the bottom, I do have Mr. C for Vanderbilt. Uh, I do not like live human mascots, with a few exceptions, uh, like Sourdough Sam of, of of the San Francisco 49ers and a few others, but. Uh, Mr. C is not one of them, even though he's one of the more tolerable ones. Um, again, humanoid mascots, just not my thing. So he's at the bottom. But I don't know if you guys agree with me on it or not. You know, I I agree as well. Um, Mr. C-, um, C is on the bottom. And let's just go over for the, for our listeners when we do our rankings. How are we doing it? Are we doing it for most interactive, most known, or best in social media game days? How are you doing your list, JMB? I'm just simply going by who's the best of the best. Now, now, of course, you know, towards the bottom, um, you know, I'm definitely just considering like, okay, who has a much stronger presence and a better presentation, and just overall, like, like who really stands out as far as you know, just from a look perspective goes. And, you know, like some programs are better than others, um, as you will see and as we will talk about going on this list. And, of course, towards the top, it just gets ridiculous because, like I said, you have Mascot Hall of Famers in this conference, so it does get very, very difficult. So towards the top, I definitely looked at you know, their history, their overall impact on not only their community and their college and, and their student sections uh, and just the overall student body, but also just how they affect the mascot world and their overall legacy is what I really looked at towards the top. It, it, same, it's like who has, for me, it's going to be who has the best program. I'm saying recognition wise. So let's go ahead and move on. Who's next on your bottom? Well, what, did you guys want to say yours, or did you I, just want to move on with me? I said, I said, Mr. C. Okay, you guys bottom. agree. You guys bottom. agree with that one? Yeah, he's not very exciting. Okay, all right. Well, the next one I have, uh, I, I I hate that I'm I'm putting them at the bottom here. I'm I'm grouping them together because honestly, I can't tell who's the current and I can't tell who's retired. But it is Ole Miss. And their two mascots, the black bear, and last Charlie mentioned the land shark. Um, now the black bear is completely uninspiring, 
and just a very boring mascot. Now, it's not a bad mascot per se. It does look very solid for a mascot costume, but at the same time, it's just very uninspiring. Uh, and then the land shark, you know, very, very creative idea, um, especially if it's just a hype mascot, even if it's just that. You know, this kind of reminds me, kind of reminds me of a Boltman. Remember Boltman in, in, in San Diego with, with, with the San Diego Chargers? Yeah. He wasn't an official mascot with the Chargers. He was a fan that came to the Chargers games with this character, Boltman. And by the way, I would love to interview Boltman one day. That's definitely on my on, on my bucket list. But um, yeah, the, the, the Land Shark, I guess, might be uh, this similar idea if it's just a hype mascot. Um, and yeah, it, it looks pretty badass uh, when you're looking at it. But the reason it's so low is because it's unofficial and also because um, apparently it might be retired. I, I'm not sure. I thought it did become the official mascot in the 2000, in the late 2000s. No, it's an unofficial. So you know what we'll do? We'll do some more research on that. And we'll let everyone on. We'll give a little cliffhanger for an upcoming episode. So, like, I, like, I'm going to think me and G&B are going to be almost pretty much, like, agreeing to everything. But, um, turning the land chalk is, I agree with that. But their program, because you don't see anything with them. You don't see anything about old Miss mascot programs. I know um, Lane Kiffin is like almost like the old school style coach, and the mascots don't really travel. So, because I heard when he was with FAU, the mascots did not go to the uh, away games. So, so I agree with that one. Yep. So you know what? I'll go next. I found um, a. So I wanted to look up what I was really confused by the shark. The whole shark thing i mean uh for you know mississippi so i looked it up and i don't know if y'all know how it how it came to be there was a player in the 1980s i think and he used to come out onto the field and do this and he used to say fins up and so he passed away in 2009 and they used to say you know everybody said that it resembled a shark's fin rising out of the water so that's where the land shark kind of came into play whenever they brought it out which i think was 2018 it was just a player doing that sort of like the chicken thing but it was a shark fin hey charlie yeah give me a shell yeah yeah oh my gosh shark boy really shell, shell yeah Wow, you're crazy. Okay, moving on. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, do you, do you guys agree with that placing? Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. So, definitely make sure I, I don't forget and I was saying anything. It was all off the board already, as once we already said. Because I'm always taking notes. So, for me, JMB and, 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 and Crystal, uh -huh. My next one, mm -hmm. like, I don't really know who it is. It's Tusk T U S K T U S K. 
Like, I'm just like, because I don't like who is this mascot? And I'm saying Tusk, he's yeah, Arkansas? he's alive, he's a live mascot for the Razorbacks. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the Razorbacks live mascot. Their costume mascot is big red, big red. And of so, course, they, they have they have they have air they have the air you know mascot. They have a female version, and then they have uh, another one of him. I forgot their names, but they but they call them Big Red and the Pigs. That's what their official uh, Instagram and social media handle is. Is Big Red and the Pigs is what they go by. I guess the, the thing is, big, I have Big Red higher up. Really, um, a little bit higher up. Okay. So, but the live animal wise, Tusk, I have him right there. Um, right after, because you're gonna see him have the live animals pretty much a little bit lower than the costume um characters. I I just group them all together. So, as one thing, as one, yeah, yeah, okay. all, all, all so, of them together, so, just a bit because so. they're at the same university. All right, so if that's the case, um. After, um, before in the ranking wise, when it comes to, uh, um, before Tony Landshark and, um, uh, Rebel, the Black Bear, I will say, this is so tough, you know what I'm saying? This league is, this conference is so tough, I hate to do it, um, Room and the Tiger. Yeah, no, yeah. No, because I know, no. I know that was Dan Mears character. Like, like he really brought yes. that one to life, but like, I, I hate to say it, and I'm saying because this conference is so damn freaking good, it's hard to really pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just way too loaded, way too loaded. Uh, I mean, I mean, again, it's not a bad mascot, it's a great mascot. Um, and he definitely deserves a lot of credit for that, but just there's just too much stiff competition. Uh, in this conference to really play with as far as you know where he goes so that that's why he's more towards the bottom of the list is not for a performing standpoint but just because the competition was just too damn stiff he's so cute though can i just say that he's oh, so course. cute I, ju I just want to squeeze his little cheeks and his little eyes i don't know whoever do we know who made it it's a great costume as far as being um, like kid friendly I and just huggable I think if you look at Dan Muir's book, well, um, Wolves Can Fly, I think he does mention it in it. I'm not quite who, sure. Who made, who made it? Well, it's a great costume as far as aesthetics of how it looks. Probably not the, well, obviously not the fiercest, but super, super cute. So, that's all. So, Jamie, like who do you have yellow. above who do you have above University of Minnesota? I mean, I mean Missouri. Missouri, Missouri. Uh, above that, I have Mississippi State and their three mascots, their costume ones, Bully and Bell, and then their Bulldog mascot, Dak. And for those of you who don't know, Dak Prescott, who is the uh, so-called starter of the Dallas Cowboys, um of us America's team um, uh, went to the university of Mississippi state and was drafted in the seventh round. Um, so they named the bulldog deck. I believe that's where the backstory came from, but um, un unlike Prescott himself, 
He actually has that dog in him. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, the, the costume mascots, I mean, I've seen better bulldogs, especially in college football. Um, hint, hint for later. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, the, the, these two are, 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 are kind of cute, you know. Oh, we're kind of cute, and, and of course, you know the live bulldog. I mean, who hates dogs? I mean, come on. Uh, and, that, and, and I was gonna have to say, JMB, that for me, uh, a live dog um, as a mascot is gonna go much higher um, on my list um, on, on this list. And I I did meet their mascots last New Year's New Year's Eve at work. Okay, and and they were they were awesome. Like their entire program was like this is like very cool to see this SEC. Um, it's the marching band with the mascots and cheerleaders. It was like, and they really brought it. Even though it's just like a thirty minute battle of the bands kind of thing, it was yep. a blast. And these mascots were taking pictures with everybody. So, um. So, so I'm gonna put. I'm not gonna put them right, right, right above Missouri. So I'm gonna say for me, my next mascot would be, um, because I do not want to make sure people think I'm copying you. I'll say, Wildcats. Oh, Wildcats. wow. Uh, 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 Kentucky. Where uh, the, out of all fourteen, where do you have the where do you have the Wildcat? Right at right after um, right before Missouri. So what number? So. Oh my god, I just I just lost count on that one. Okay, right now I have Mister C at number fourteen. I have Ole Miss at number thirteen. I have. Missouri at number 12, and I have Mississippi State at number 11. And then at number 10 for me is going to be Big Red and the Pigs and Tusk for the University of Arkansas. Now, I do have some, I do have some friends that do go to the University of Arkansas. Uh, and, you know, that student section is always there, always loud and proud every single game day. Um, but, uh, you know, just as far as, you know, it's pretty much the same case, you know, as Truman the Tiger. And of course, the previous two we just mentioned. Um, there's just so much stiff competition in the SEC that some of these great mascots they they really get bogged down the list just a little bit because of you know just how intense the conference is as far as mascots go. But truly, you know, especially when you have multiple mascots, when you have multiple characters, like Crystal mentioned before we started recording, uh, you know that university must have a, a really big budget and a lot of money uh and especially when you put so much effort in yes five mascots call it booker t five time five time five time five time five time mascots um and yeah it, it's a lot of them so you, you really got to give them a lot of credit for that and they cracked the top 10 uh for me just because of that um i got a, i got a fun fact for you go ahead First, I got to shout out Lawrence Richardson, formerly of Arkansas, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, who was in my graduating class. So Lawrence Richardson, Arkansas, always repping them. 
But so how they came to be the Razorbacks, they were on a five or six game. I got a mosquito. Five or six game winning streak. And this was 1909. So there wasn't a lot of cable happening. So when they came back by train, the coach was hanging out of the door and there was tons of students waiting for them to come back. And, you know, everybody was rooting. It was like a little train yard pep rally. And he yelled out to the fans when they were rolling in that these boys played like a wild band of Razorback hogs. And that stuck. And that was 1909. That's how they became the Razorbacks. All right. How about it? That was a fun fact. So this is my Nova 10 spot. So like I said, my 10 spot will be um, University of of Kentucky's Wildcats. Okay. Okay. So moving on to number nine. nine. Number nine for me is going to be the Wildcat of Kentucky. Uh, Those smooth moves that the Wildcat has. Very flexible. You can tell he works out a lot. Um, so I, I love uh, the routine of the Wildcat. Say, um, what about their secondary character? Yes, of course. Um, is it, is well. it Screech? I'm blanking on his name. Oh, you remember? I I'm 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 trying I'm trying to remember because I know Scratch. they had I know the two of them. What was that? I don't, um, I, I don't have yeah. to. Scratch. Scratch. Okay. I, I did I did not know that they renamed the second one. I did not know that. But um I, I, I think we've had a former Kentucky Wildcat on our show, haven't we? I believe we have. I, I can't remember who it was, but I know we've had a former Kentucky Wildcat. Um wait, it was um wasn't it Matt? I think Phoenix? so. Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. yes, because he's from he, he's from um Kentucky. So he went yeah. to that college. Yeah. Um, so like I said, you know, the, the secondary character, what they they've really put a lot more resources into the secondary character than I remember. Because I remember uh when when the Wildcat, you know, participated at the mascot games uh in Orlando, which I remember when he was one of them. Um he, you know, I, you know, they brought along uh, the secondary mascot, but you know, wasn't as notable as he is today. So it's good to see that Scratch has really come into his own here. Um, but yeah, as overall, just you know, the Wildcat itself, um, definitely an underrated and underappreciated mascot. But again, I'm, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but there's just so much competition in this conference that some of these great mascots just get bogged down. So the Wildcats, one of them, you got to love them. What's your number nine? Well, real quick. Look, look who's watching right now. Yep. I see him. Hey. So I know he had a busy day today with media day. I think it was. And a few other things. So my number nine, that's where I'm going to put, um, University of August up big red and, Tusk. So we already said um, our thoughts on them. So I'm just going to keep it like that. So we'll be able to move on to number okay. eight. Number eight for me 
is uh this is tough and uh, i love that urban popped into the chat just as this one came up uh cocky of the university of south carolina uh is going to be here now some of my what i remember what one of my favorite moments from cocky uh is um his fierce rivalry with the clemson tiger um which i think i'll definitely get into oh you can see crystal's face just yeah <laughs> and, and, and the thing uh, is, um, when you say that, you know our good buddy, um, Ollie the Otter does something every year, like a fundraiser of like South Carolina versus Clemson. I think I've mentioned this before, but Clemson did a skit with the Tiger where he was hosting a funeral for Cocky, and they had this fake bird mascot inside a casket and then i think they lit it on fire and like like it was the freaking undertaker in the 90s um to, to taking tricks from wwf i see um and um he i remember that there was a priest that was with him and he said uh god bless the clemson tiger but to hell with that game cock but i think cocky immediately got the last laugh because I mean, he got to help DX pull the will on Vince McMahon. You know, you remember Charlie? I mean, Vince, he loves them. He oh, loves them. come on. <laughs> come on. This Game Cox. Come on. <laughs> oh. So my number eight. Oh, my goodness. Wait, before, before we move off of uh, University of South Carolina. Uh, that cocky was the very cocky was the very first. I say, Chris, but hold on if you want to take a fun fact because I have them higher up on, okay. on my list. So, just wanted to give you a heads up um, on that because we're going to hear them more later on. Because, spoiler alert, they're in my top five. Oh, Gristle. So, my number eight. No, will be hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Let, 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 let Crystal go. Hold on. All right. I was just going to say that Cocky was the very first ever national mascot contest winner. That is true. Yes. And that was um, in 1986. And uh, apparently that performer that year just had a amazing set of skits and I guess back then you just had to do your same skits. You didn't make new skits for national competition. You did the skits that you did, and then you were judged on them. And his skits just—he's like, also a—he's also met, a former nominee for the mascot Hall of Fame. So there's that. Yep. I met the original Kaki. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. Um, right. When I was out, when I was Owsley, because oh, cool. he would go to he would go to FBU games. So he he said, "I'm the one that came up with the chance for South for South Carolina and the C, and the Miami C A N E S Canes." Um, he came up with those. So well, it said in, in my research, it said that the original cocky became the University of Mass uh, University of Miami mascot and then the Marlin mascot. So. Yeah, that would uh, that would make sense. So his but, name is John Ralph. But you did a skit and you were on the field with yours, old cocky Charlie. No, no. Um, oh. our trips. Um, 
like uh, when we go like word games, he would come with us. Like, okay, he, I was he, about he to was say. An FA, he was an FAU fan. Okay, so I was about to say because yeah. Okay, I I was about to say though because I I I understand you were just trying to give the cock some exposure. Um, but, oh, uh, ouch! <laughs> ouch! Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll, okay. I'll my few. I'll let you know they're my number five. So we're doing who? We can skip um um cocky. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, so okay. So what's number, your number eight? Number eight was cocky. I just said it. Uh, no, number seven is uh, Big Al of the University of Alabama. Yes, I can hear him crying now. He, he knows who he is. I, I, I can hear him crying now uh, into his tears of, of Sweet Home Alabama. Um, by the way, it's good seeing you, get you getting your asses owned by Texas this year. Great to see you, Nick Saban, you classless, classless man. Um but you know what? I, I I could say a lot about Alabama, but Big Al is one of the positive spots of Alabama. That big elephant is definitely he has a soft place in my heart. Everything from his you know little Elvis, cute little Elvis outfit that he likes to bring out from time to time to uh, you know little Santa outfit. He he's got some great looks, and you know Big Al has a wardrobe, and uh, you can tell they they put a lot of time and resources into it, which I I love a lot. Um, and overall, just um, God, that that the big old trunk hanging from his nose. I mean, just just I, I want to grab it. I just want I just want to grab it and just wrap it around my neck. I love it. I love it. Uh, big Al is going to be number seven on my list. So for me, my 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 number eight is the Mississippi State mascots. Um, we, we already talked about them. So my number seven. Um, you're gonna be. I'll, I'll put Smokey. Whoa, 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 Excuse me. Repeat that. Repeat that. You know, you know, I'm gonna be going biased. So, repeat what you just said. You heard me. Are you talking about the the costume, or are you talking about the animal? So, I'm just gonna say, tell you, um, that, that, are, um, you that talking, is, are, are are you talking about the costume or the animal? Overall, overall, both together. Both together. He's leaving. Oh, JMB. <laughs> this this conference is way too stacked. So of of course JMB does this. This is what he does. One is Alabama closer is Alabama higher up your list? Um than number just, eight? It it's um because I have they fun fact, my, I can fill. I can fill. That's my, that, that, um, Alabama's my number six. Okay. Alabama well, is six for me because my UCA uh, mascot camp was at the University of Alabama, and their hospitality was freaking amazing. And that's something I'm not going to forget, and that's why I have them at number six. 
I know JMB is about to have a freaking heart attack. That's what I said. But this literally is the toughest conference to pick. Well, he's, he's, I'm waiting for him to blow up. Or do you want my fun fact about Alabama? Do you have a fun fact about Alabama? <laughs> Keep breathing, You know, wait, wait, wait. You know what? Um, Irving's having a freaking blast right now, like literally, like in the chat. <laughs> so I gave big ups to Lawrence. So I got to say a shout out. To Derek Pope, former Alabama Crimson Tide, former Miami Dolphin, another person from my high school class. Uh, fun fact about Galveston Island is it graduates more NFL players than any other high school in the country. So um, I might have more for you down the line. Anyway, so Big Al, super cute. Whoever thought of an elephant? Who does mm -hmm. that? He's, I think it's awesome. I love the, like, we see a lot of the same animals over and over in mascot world, but the elephant, really unique. Yeah. Really cool. And the thing, and I say, Crystal, the thing is, JMB, don't forget how much an elephant means my family. All right. My grandma was Eleanor. She loves elephant. Ellie. Um, and my favorite show, as a kid, was the elephant show, Shannon Lewis and Bram. So, so that's why I have Big L where he is, just because it means a lot to my family. Uh, an elephant, and their great hospitality when I was there. So, what's your number? So it took. It took Alabama five decades to adopt the elephant as its official mascot. And they had a real elephant in the 1940s and 50s. And uh, his name was Alamite. And he was a regular at the games. I would die to go back and see that, first of all. Mm -hmm. To see an elephant walking around the football field. I'm sure the, um, what do they call him, field manager was insane after that thing trampled all over. Anyway, uh -huh. so in the 1940s. 50s, they would bring the homecoming queen onto the field on the back of the elephant at every game until she turned her crown over. How cool is that? That's so cool. But anyway, it obviously got really expensive to keep an elephant, feed an elephant, and house an elephant. So in 1979 at the Sugar Bowl is when our current iteration of Big Al made his debut. And there's Irving's thought about Big Al. So JMB, what's have you gotten over it, JMB? Talk to us. Tell us tell us how you're feeling. He's gonna say I lost my freaking mind. You're muted. You are muted. Okay. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. This man done lost his damn mind. I know I lost I, my I, damn mind. You, you, the, the, I'm, I'm not even joking. The, this is one of your worst takes to date. We're talking about a mascot Hall of Famer. Oh, and by the way, I've been waiting all day to do this. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. A good old Rocky Top. Woo! 
Rocky Top Tennessee. I've been waiting all day to do that, um, but uh, to, uh, to sing Rocky Top. But like I, said, um, I know I lost my mind. But we're talking about a mascot Hall of Famer, a guy who has been revolutionary to college sports and to college mascots, a guy who has the dress to impress. You ever seen Smokey in a suit, man? You ever, you ever seen him walk out with the, the the swagger that this man walks out here with? Him wrestling a gator. Like he's like like he's freaking Hulk Hogan wrestling a gator. This man crowd surfing. This man is revolutionary to mascots. I look up to Smokey. Smokey, man, like, what? Okay, I gotta see who you have, who you have above him, just so much, just, 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 just so I know how much you lost your damn what's mind. Your, but... What's your number five? Okay, well, number seven was 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 Big Al. Number six is gonna be Reveille of Texas A and M. Uh, good old Texas boy, right over here is who you're looking at. I've been there to College Station. Uh, a couple times in my life. And let me tell you something. That dog is beautiful. There is a book that I read growing up called Hank the Cow Dog uh, by John Erickson. And John Erickson, I met him when I was in elementary school. And in that book, uh, Hank the Cow Dog, who was the sheriff on the ranch, he had a crush on a dog named Buta the Collie. And collies are beautiful dogs. Yeah. They may be hard to keep up with grooming, but down here in good old <laughs> Texas, they're beautiful, beautiful dogs. I mean, you've seen Reverly just running around, Seer, just just absolutely beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just from the look itself and just how much I love Border Collies, um, how much I love these types of dogs, um, right up there, Reverly, number six. Uh, and then if you want to ask for my number five, uh, it's gonna. I'm going with another dog, and that is Aga of the University of Georgia, along with his mascot counterpart, Harry Dog. Uh, not a lot I can say about Harry Dog, but Aga is a different story. Aga, I mean, this dog is royalty. Have you seen the documentary on Aga and his handler and the royalty treatment that Aga has? Like he has his own suite when he comes to this hotel. This dog is treated yeah. like he's the like he's the freaking queen of England coming through. Walking out the hotel, everybody wanting to take pictures with him like, "Oh my god, it's Ugga." And then of course, he, of course, you know, if, if you saw him at the Sugar Bowl, it was almost killed by by Bevo, the Texas Longhorns mascot. Um but yeah, I, I mean, Ugga is a once in a lifetime piece. And no Lee Corso, that dog is not ugly. That dog is beautiful. I, I love that freaking dog. So I am going with the dogs, and they're going to top my list. I, Beverly, uh, uh, Reverly, Ugga, love them. The thing is, um, um, you want to know what was my pick um, after um, Spokey? It was, um, was Reverly as well, because that's just a beautiful dog. Reverly is so beautiful. Like I said, I am a um, sucker for a beautiful dog. So. I can't argue with the dog. I can't argue with the dog. You know what I'm saying? Until you Reveille gets 
the queen treatment too and has uh, her handlers from the core are always around and the setup is really beautiful. I mean, all of these colleges take such great care of their animals, at least today, I can't speak to the past, but today they're they're well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, looks like, it looks like I've been off of, in my notes. So after Re- Reveille, uh-huh. um, that would be that would be my number five. I know I said cocky, so um, wait, 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 wait. You remember my notes are so off right now. So, oh man, my notes are so freaking off right now. Remember, I told you. I told you. Oh, feedback. Yeah, I know you told me. I know. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyway. So, uh, number four. Guess, it looks like everything's very. So number four is Albert and Alberta. The U.S. Okay. Okay. Um, right. you thought I was gonna make me be number one? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I thought we were gonna have the same number one. Apparently not. So, um, so I got a I got a fun fact about the the Albert and Alberta. When go you ahead, tell us about the Gators. So the, I mean, it's an obviously great choice for any school in Florida because duh. But it wasn't their emblem originally. Um, there was a, in 1908. There was a local merchant. And he randomly started putting alligators on pennants and selling them to local people from his shop. And they just started going like wild, wild or hotcakes. And um, the gator became or became really popular and everyone wanted these pennants. So he made another order. Eventually, everyone in the school had one. And in 1911 was when the team began using the name. The gators um and they used a live alligator because that seems to be the thing um they used a live alligator also named albert from 1957 to 1970 i can't believe they had alligators for that long and that's when the uh, uh the costumed version appeared in 1970 joined by alberta in 1984 and i love that they've got both um and mm-hmm. i'm sure they do a little cute skits together just like most of the other male female mascots and um yeah that's the history there so for you um jambi at number four i got the eye of the tiger baby i met him this past year mike the tiger of lsu the keeper of the real death valley you shut up clemson the real Death Valley is LSU. Um, and them Tigers are going to roar each and every single night. Uh, Mike, fantastic mascot. Um, love the energy and the vibe that this guy brings each and every single time. And like I said, meeting him was an absolute dream uh, for me. Uh, just seeing him uh, during the Final Four week here in Dallas. And of course, him walking with the cheerleaders in the band. Very classy. Love uh, the students uh, there at LSU. Great culture that they've built. Uh, 
Um, you know, and, and I mean, multiple national championships. I mean, what else is there to say about Mike Tiger? Love the design of this particular costume, especially, you know, I, I know we talked about, you know, Truman and, you know, some other Tigers earlier on, like we talked about last time, like, like in Memphis, but there's just something about this LSU Tiger that is just much more special, mm. much more fierce. Like Chris was pointing out the teeth, everything. Love the attention to detail with this costume. Just great job all around. And uh, keeper of uh, Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, so my next one is, is going to be um, Uga and Harry of, of Georgia. So they be um they're my third um because like I said I I love dogs and I'm not just saying this because we had Tom um Tim on Tom Shop on previously but he created the um that character and we had an amazing conversation about it it just made me fall much in love with that character again so. Okay, top two. Bum, bum, bum. Well, well, so, well. First of all, I well, I, I'm in my top three right now. You're skipping just right. a little bit ahead. But at number three, I had uh, the Gators. I had Albert and Alberta of the University of Florida. Behind every Gator is a good woman, uh, and Alberta is definitely that to him. Um, and you know, like I said, the cute little segments these guys do together and both participants in the mascot games. I mean, they, especially, uh, Albert just being the absolute monster that he is just even meeting him. You see how tall he is. And I mean, he was once named the number one on campus power mascot for a reason. Uh, and then Alberta, uh, I remember during the joust competition, uh, she did a little thing with Stormy of the Carolina Hurricanes uh, where they're up on the pedestals together. It's down to them two. And she tries to start wooing Stormy. And, of course, Stormy's just having none of it and just knocks her off. <laughs> like, you know, love love that. Um, but, yeah, so both the – and, of course, Alberta, also, she's treated like a queen as well, like we were talking about earlier. She made a whole-ass entrance inside of, a, of an ambulance. Got to have a whole grand entrance into the Orlando arena. That lucky bitch. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> okay. Okay. Top two. Here we go. Oh. Number two for me. It was tough. Very, very, very tough. Who to decide to go where. Because they're both mascot Hall of Famers. And I literally, like, I was up till at least two in the morning deciding who was going to go where. Like, just going back and forth between these two about who was going to go where. Um, but at the end of the day, I decided to go Aubby of the University of Auburn at number two. War mm -hmm. Eagle. War Eagle has themselves a stud and an absolute legend of a mascot. If like Aubie, you know, you know, we've talked multiple times about auditioning for mascot roles, especially like in the college realm. Aubie is the blueprint 
for that. You've seen multiple of his uh, national championship, both runner-up and winning skits that he's done. I'd say other than him, it would be Sparty of the University of Michigan State. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Michigan State University. But um, Obby is definitely one of those guys you want to look at when it comes to auditioning. And also just, you know, his overall just realm of skits and segments and community events that he's done. I mean, he's so involved in everything that he's done. And you, you just got to pay homage to a mascot in a, in a legacy like that. So uh, Obby is number two for me. But Charlie, who you got at number two? So my number two is Mike the Tiger. Mm, so my number okay. two is Mike the Tiger. By default, my number one is Obby the Tiger. The tigers are roaring. Oh, the okay. tigers are roaring. Um, I've said this story multiple times, like at UCA camp. I will not forget how they said that we had to teach our characters walk. And well, my uh, LSU's um, Mike the Tigers um, team, they're like, okay, you're going to put your hands out and, and pretend you're working down Bourbon Street with two hand grenade drinks in your hand. And that's how you walk like Mike the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not forget that. Like, and for my number one, because with Albie, like, I've looked at all of his skits. Like, he was one of the big inspirations when it came to, um, what am I going to do as a mascot performer? Like, what were the latest skits? What, what's, what's the hottest thing? So, um, yeah, like, Albie. <laughs> One of the greatest mascots out there. You can learn so much from him just watching all of his videos. And that's why I made him my number one. Well, you know who number one for me is. And you know what that means. Rocky Top. You'll always be home sweet home to me. A good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top Tennessee. Smokey. That's your number one, huh? Of Tennessee goes at the top for me in the SEC. And that includes both the the dog and the mascot itself. That hound dog is my best friend when it comes to um, mascot inspiration. And, you know, just see, with the things I've done with Kick the Kangaroo and others, um, I have taken components from different mascots and most of all I've taken from, 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 uh, from Smokey is not only just his involvement in the community, but also his overall just swagger that he brings to every single event he does. You always see him doing something active on the sidelines, whether it's leading the chant, you know, just in the crowd with the entire student section, just, keeping the energy going all day long and um oh yeah i i I, i've I've, all the way back dated all the way back to the beginning of the of the the show i have um but yeah so Smokey, you know tops my list um and peyton manning the sheriff and uh good old rocky top is gonna be riding uh for the rest of the season so yep uh, that is my list. So again, uh, just as a quick recap of my list, 
I have Mr. C from Vanderbilt, number 14. Number 13 is Ole Miss. Number 12 is Missouri. Number 11 is Mississippi State. Number 10 is Arkansas. Number 9 is Kentucky. Number 8 is South Carolina. Number 7, Alabama. Number 6, Texas A&M. Number 5, Georgia. Number 4, LSU. Number 3, Florida. Number 2, Auburn. And number 1, good old Rocky Top Tennessee. So that's my list, I think pretty good i like i said i know i was a, i gave a shocker with um smoky right i had them out of my top five but like i said you need to have a little shocker once in a while but you know what jmb you have so much energy tonight you know what i'm saying you know what we need to give a shout out and a thank you to our good friends at all the energy um they keep us energized. You can see how crazy JMB is um, during this episode in a good way. So we want you guys to give them a try. Why are the Cowboys well. only up by 10? We're losing to the Chargers, goddammit. Uh, and I digress. So you have the game on? You have the game on? Yes. All right. So, of course. Um, like you said, by 10. You know what I'm saying? So, if Tell you use the more. code mascots at altisubs.com, you'll get 10% off on your order. And like I said, with great flavors, they keep us energized and they will not make you crash. So, thank you, Alti Energy, for keeping us energized for all of these years. And JMB, you know about, and Chris, you know about our Patreon, right? I do. You can find us on Patreon. Great way to support our show. Don't forget, um, um, we have two different tiers. We are going to get more active on it again. We promise you guys. So make sure you guys join. We're going to have a few um, uh, exclusive parties, uh, exclusive Patreon parties for you guys. And, of course, JMB, where can they find us? You can find us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, uh, 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 Patreon, everywhere else. And you can find me on my couch as freaking Kellen Morris somehow beaten us. You can find me there. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening to the Mascots of Pro Group podcast as we talked about the SCC mascots. Our next episode, we will be talking about the Big Ten. So let's see what's going to happen. Where would Sparty go? Where will um, Brutus go? Like, let, let, let's see what's going to happen. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.